California on Tuesday passed Proposition 22, which was a ballot measure that ensured that app-based drivers for services like Uber and Lyft are classified not as employees, but as independent contractors. Uber and Lyft threatened to leave the state had it not passed, and it was the most expensive ballot initiative in the history of California, $200 million. To help explain Prop 22 and what this could mean for the future of labor laws is senior recode reporter Shereen Ghaffari. Hey, Shereen. Hey, Teddy. Lots of labor groups opposed Prop 22. Tell me why that is. Well, they thought it was a cop-out for the gig economy companies like Uber and Lyft and DoorDash to not give employees some basic labor protections. So things like health care, you know, minimum wage, all the things that you would expect a full-time employee to kind of have. Now, under this law, Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash don't necessarily have to provide that, and they won't. And these companies all sort of designed Prop 22, no? That's right. I mean, they came together, created a coalition, even though Uber and Lyft are fierce rivals, and decided that it was worth it for them to spend nearly $200 million. I think it's 180 on this campaign. Okay, so we've got some labor groups opposing it. We've got these companies supporting it. Talk me through on a policy level what the pros and cons are. Why would people want these folks to be classified as independent contractors And why would some want them to be full-fledged employees? So the argument for passing Prop 22 and keeping all these gig economy employees as contractors rather than employees is the idea that, well, people aren't really going into being an Uber driver for a full-time career. Most people are doing it, the companies have long argued, as kind of a side hustle or a supplement to their income. That's really disputed. And the other idea is that If Uber, Lyft, DoorDash were to actually give the kind of comprehensive benefits to all their workers, that these companies would essentially go bankrupt. And again, that's something that labor has really disputed. But Uber said, you know, if we were to give everyone uh, comprehensive health care for free because there are employees that we wouldn't be able to necessarily let them work as much as they wanted to whenever. We would have to put people on schedules just like, you know, uh, someone at McDonald's would have a schedule. And that's not what drivers want. That's been their argument. So the benefits are expensive, essentially. Benefits are expensive. And, you know, they've claimed that with benefits come stipulations. If we give you benefits, then we're going to have to give you terms, you know, drivers that you don't want. And for the drivers... They presumably want to be employees or no? I think that depends, you know, who you talk to. Uh, A lot of drivers want to see their lives improve. I would say all drivers want to see their lives improve. But how that happens, uh, you know, you see some division. A lot of the, the traditional labor groups, meaning unions or Uh, labor rights organizations, uh, worker advocates, they're saying that, you know, Uber, Lyft and DoorDash, that they're they're fooling workers and they're tricking them into thinking that there's a false dichotomy between flexibility and being uh, an employee and that you can have both. And, you know, why can't Uber and Lyft work something out where they still give people their freedom to work whenever, but also give them uh, some some more benefits? So the idea is maybe there's a middle ground between being, you know, just Joe with a Toyota and being, you know, a full-time at uber.com email address employee. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, they've said that that's what Prop 22 is doing in their opinion. It does 
gives some floor line benefits. So it gives some kind of subsidies basically to people to go and buy private insurance, but it's nothing like a full on, uh, you know, insurance plan that you would get if you worked at Uber corporate, but it's some money in your pocket. They also give some occupational insurance. So if you get injured on the job, you'd be covered. And then they give, they do give a, a baseline kind of wage, but they don't pay you for the time when you're waiting for a ride or waiting for the next food item to deliver. And that's been really disputed by by labor groups. So this passes. Um, what does that mean? Does that mean that Uber has averted economic catastrophe? I assume labor groups are upset. What does this mean for the future of the gig economy? I mean, look, this is unprecedented in that you essentially have a coalition of companies kind of rewriting the law and kind of overruling the state legislator here. Right, which passed a law that prop that this Prop 22 is amending. Right, exactly. Um, and there was a lot of work that went behind getting that, that law passed that now these companies essentially just overturned. And, you know, I think it's going to come to represent a a law, a real loss for for organized labor because it's being viewed as by some as you know these companies essentially bought the their way into a successful political campaign. Right, because they weigh they weigh outspent the no forces. Right. Oh, way outspent. I mean, it's incomparable. I mean, the unions have money, but not the kind of money that Uber and Lyft and DoorDash have. And then the other thing is, even though these these labor groups lost, there are some new kind of coalitions that have formed uh, among workers now. Uh, in all the politics around this proposition. So will Uber drivers continue to kind of push to maybe one day even unionize themselves? We don't know. They could still try to do that regardless of how the law uh, classifies them. And this is about the future of the whole sector, right? This isn't just about Uber and Lyft users and drivers in California. This is about the future of the gig economy and whether these people should be treated as full-time employees or whether that is sort of an existential threat to this entire gig economy in the first place. That's right. It's not just California. This was a a law that could have shaped, I mean, AB5 was a law that could have shaped the whole future of the gig economy and giving all these workers rights and other states could have followed. But now that Uber and Lyft and DoorDash have overturned AB5 and have passed this Prop 22, you know, we may not see that. We may kind of see that these companies are going to continue to carve out this new kind of halfway uh, job role, which is not quite a full-time employee, not quite a totally, uh, you know, independent contractor or consultant. It's something in between. And the big question is, is that a fair shake? Are workers getting a fair shake at the end of this? Shereen Ghaffari, senior reporter here at Recode. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. 